Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 430 and session number 133 of Ask Scott. And this is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday as long as you keep submitting them. And you are, and uh, I apologize if it's been a while since you submitted it, and if I haven't answered it quite yet, I will try to get to it as soon as possible. I try to answer three to four different questions on the Ask Scott session. Uh, Today, I'm going to answer three of those, plus I've got a little baby rant that I want to go on here that's something really fresh, just kind of happened. I want to share that story with you about fake friends. I want to talk about that. I'm a little, I'm a little perturbed. I got to be honest. Uh, and I'm going to share that with you guys. And I want you guys to not be fake friends. And I do not want you to fall into this trap, which can happen. All right. So I'm going to talk about that. Uh, the other thing is we're going to be talking about what category and what keywords uh, should we be should we be using? Um, the other one we're going to be talking about is Instagram traffic and emails. And we're also going to be talking about what business to focus on. Uh, There's a lot of opportunity out there, and uh, we're going to talk about that. Now, before we do, I want to remind you, if you have any questions that you want answered here on an upcoming session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do that. You can record a voicemail. Just leave your first name, where you're tuning in from maybe, and, uh, you know, answer or ask, not answer, ask your question, Uh, and I'll do my best to answer here on an upcoming show. Now, this is episode 430, so I'm going to remind you that the transcripts are there for you. You guys said you wanted them. I do them every single episode now, uh, and they do cost money, so use them. So, uh, you know, make sure that you're out there and uh, you're downloading them, and uh, these can be found at the show notes link, which is theamazingseller.com forward slash 430. And uh, you can grab all the show notes, the links, and all the goodies over there. All right. So let's let's jump into it. Okay. Uh, this morning, I was a little upset. And some people say, well, Scott, you never get upset. No, I, I do. I get upset. I get really passionate about things sometimes. And sometimes it seems like I'm upset, but I'm just really passionate about something. This here, I was actually a little bit upset, a little bit angry, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and I want to talk about that. And what it basic, I'll share the story with you, but what it basically comes down to is don't be pushy. Don't be pushing stuff on people that they might not be interested in. Okay. Don't just drill it into their mind or into their, into their brain because you want them to do something. I'm going to give you an example here in a minute. And I kind of look at this as being like a fake friend. Now you may have had people come up to you and maybe you are one of them that was uh, maybe in Amway years ago, or maybe you still are. Uh, You know, I was introduced to Amway, which is a multi-level marketing type thing. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. The problem I have with that is a lot of times you start off with asking all your families and friends or all your family and friends if they want to hear the plan or if they want to hear, you know, this, this new business idea, right? I did it. I hated every second of it because I asked all of my family members and uh, I remember going over to my cousin's house who was, uh, you know, she's older and I was dressed up in a suit and tie and guys, I just got to be honest, I do not get in a suit and tie often, not often um, at all. Um, So I did that. I thought, you know, that was part of the process. I did everything. I went there. I pitched myself very uncomfortable and I did it. And guess what? 
it just didn't work out for me. Now, does that mean that I failed at that? No, I learned some things. They actually make you read, they don't make you, but they suggest you read uh, you know, the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I still use that to this day. So there's some good takeaways from there, right? So I'm not, I'm not dissing on MLM at all, okay? What I am dissing on is when you have to go out there and start soliciting people that are close to you, uh, friends and family, and then asking for those people. And then from there, if they say no, or if they give you resistance, you try to push them to say yes. And that's what just kind of happened to my wife who in our neighborhood, there's people that do an MLM uh, supplement. I'm not going to, I'm not going to exploit the supplement. It's probably an okay supplement. It's just right now we don't need that. Now, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details, but here's how, how it kind of played out. All right. Now there's someone that lives in our neighborhood. We know that they're involved in this because they put it on the back of their car. And then, uh, you know, my wife, uh, you know, is friendly and, you know, got talking to her one day, maybe it was on a walk or whatever. And then the lady says, well, maybe we should have lunch sometime. That's great. I would love to have lunch. That sounds like an amazing uh, thing to do, right? Meet your neighbors and have lunch, go on a walk. Okay. So she, you know, for whatever reason, they haven't been able to get together. Finally, they're able to get together. Well, they go to lunch and uh, they go directly to the same area where this person seems to always go, you know, where she's kind of bring, and I'm doing the air quotes, where she brings her friends. Um, Really, it's just like someone that she's going to try to sell this product to. So to me, this lady had no, she had no intentions on probably being real friends with my wife. Okay. It was a way to act as though you're going to be friends, but then you're going to ask to maybe try this supplement. Okay. The problem I have with this is you basically ask someone out on a date and then you pitch something. Now it was disguised as a non-pitch. It was disguised as a non-pitch as like, well, yeah, come to lunch and, um, you know, we'll have lunch and we'll just talk. And the whole time you're talking about your story of how you were able to do something. Now, my wife didn't say, wow, could I have more information? Could you give me that stuff? I'd like to try some. She didn't say any of that stuff. Okay. Um, she might've said like, oh yeah, you know, my husband and I were already using this other supplement. Now, some of you know, I, I am a beach body person and I'm not pitching this on anyone. Okay. This just works for me. Uh, I use a, a product called Shakeology and it's got like, uh, your, all of your micronutrients in it. It's got, uh, you know, basically your multivitamin is kind of how I look at it. It's got antioxidants and stuff like that. Some people may say, ah, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for you, whatever. I don't push it on anybody, right? It's for me. It's what I'm taking. It works for me. I feel good. You know, my doctor says that all my, all my blood work comes back good every single time I go. So I'm good, right? Like I'm going to stay there. I don't need to add anything else. So anyway, my wife just basically thought there, she was going to go out for, to lunch and, and they were going to have a conversation and they did. And that was it. But now here's where it got weird. Okay. Now a text comes through and you know, she starts to talk more about the product. Okay. And then from there wants, you know, to put in an order because the order is going to be getting submitted here soon and wants to get in on this next order. So again, first date went out on a first date. And now all of a sudden you're asking for someone to buy something. I've talked about this time and time again, you guys have listened to this podcast. I give you guys value every single time I get on this mic. I am not asking you to buy something. Now, do some of you go through my affiliate links? Yes. But do I make it where you have to, do I pitch it every second? No. 
Do I have workshops where I teach you for 90 minutes and then I share with you that I have a resource, uh, AKA our class? Yes, I do. But before that, I'm, I'm building this relationship with you and then I'll introduce it to you if you even ask for it. Like, I'm not sitting here disguising it. I'm not here saying that you can't uh, buy something from me or buy something through an affiliate of mine and then I'll get compensated. Like, I'm not disguising that. You know that. But first and foremost, I care about each and every one of my listeners and I want to be genuinely helping people and also be friends with people. If you've ever went to a TAS meetup, you pretty much know I am who I am. I am here to help you. I'm there spending time to get to know you, uh, learning about your family, not even caring about the Amazon stuff. And to be honest with you, sometimes I just like to talk non-Amazon stuff or non-business stuff and just talk about, you know, I I had a conversation uh, with a gentleman, Kevin, actually, if he's listening, and we were talking all about him doing football coaching or I'm not, uh, refereeing. And we talked all about that. We talked all about me umpiring and it was just like we had a good conversation. So we, we bonded a little bit, right? Now, does that mean that I'm pushing something on him? No. Do I genuinely want to have a conversation with him? Yes. Um, if we meet again, we'll probably have another conversation. Some Amazon, some not Amazon, but I would have a conversation with someone regardless if they're going to be interested in doing Amazon or doing e-commerce, right? So that's why I really want to stress this. Do not push things on people. Okay. Do not push things on people. I want you to understand that you need to genuinely want to help people or genuinely care about your customers. If you genuinely care about your customers and the thing that you're selling, I don't care if it's the non-sexiest thing out there, customer service to make sure that they are taken care of or resources that can help them are, are what is going to get you to that next level to go out there and push people. It was almost like Almost like someone is like just, they're grabbing on to someone that's like fresh blood and they're able to maybe get them to get on a subscription to then buy this supplement. Like why would anyone, especially when your neighbors, like I, like I told my wife, I said, listen, like you just got to close the door on that. Like they're bold for doing that. You need to be bold going back and saying like, listen, we're good. Like that's it. Let's just leave it at that. The unfortunate part is they're in our neighborhood and that's fine. I'm cool with that. I'll still wave and hi and everything. We're just not going to hang out. We never would have hung out with these people because they had no intentions of being technically friends. Okay. Because they're all after what they, they've already got their network of friends in this business that they are, and they don't really need us. Okay. As that, and it's sad, but it's true. You know, and I told my wife, I go, I've got to actually jump on a podcast and just talk about this because I'm so, I'm so upset about it in a sense that it's not going to ruin my day, right? I mean, you got to get this stuff off your chest, but I just have to convey it to you and say, listen, like, don't be that pushy person. Don't be the one that's going to, you know, cram things down people's throat until they buy. If you are building an email list, you know, do not push stuff on people. Give them value and then make a slight little offer if you want to, right? Let people ask you, you know, I can't tell you how many people say, Scott, I couldn't find your link to go through to invest in Jungle Scout or uh, Salesbacker. Could you give it to me? I want to make sure you get that cup of coffee. Like, I can't tell you how many times I get that email. That means 
that I'm delivering value and I genuinely care and it's coming across as that way. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop ranting here, but I just really needed to get this off my chest, but really more so for you guys to understand that you do not want to be portrayed as that. Okay. It's not going to take you that far and it's embarrassing for me personally, it's embarrassing for people to look at me if I was to be that person. That's why I couldn't do Amway. I couldn't do the MLM because they want you to go out there and they want you to reach people that are in your own family and friends network. And that's just not me. Like, I just don't want to be that person. I know some people out there, they do the candle parties and they do, uh, you know, other certain parties for, for you know, certain makeups or whatever, right? And nothing against those people, but how many times do you get that or your wife gets that or your husband or whatever and you're like, oh, there's another one of those parties. I got to do it because, you know, Sally's done it for me before. So now it's like you're reciprocating because one did it for the other, but you, you really have no intentions of probably being a party leader and then you're going to, you know, so it's, it gets, it gets old. All right. It gets old. So I guess my point here is don't be pushy. Okay. Don't be, no one likes to be pushed. And don't be a fake friend. Don't just try to friend someone because you, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm going to take this person, become, become friends with them, and then I'm going to expose them to this thing that I have for sale. Wrong way to go. Wrong way to go. Okay? And it's funny because, you know, in my neighborhood, I don't believe anyone even really knows what I do, and I'm cool with that. Okay. Now maybe eventually someone will, and they'll hear this, and I don't really care because these are my beliefs that I would say this right directly to someone. Because I feel strongly about that. All right. This is who I am and this is who I'm going to be. And I think that you need to think about this as in business, how this could affect your business. If you take the, the approach of pushing things down people's throats or just even people that are in your family and friends network, don't do that. All right. Just don't be that person. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's get on with it. What do you say? A uh, little bit of a rant there. I said it was a baby rant, but that was a little bit more of a, of a rant than I've went on, but it felt good. It felt good. I'm going to feel better after we get off of here because now I know you guys know not to be that way. All right. And, um, and just be cool to people, just be cool to people and genuinely want to be friends with people. If you don't plan on being friends with people, um, that you're portraying to be friends to, what I mean by that is if you're like, Hey, let's go to lunch. I want to be friends but you're really in the back of your mind, you're just doing it because you want to sell them, don't do it. Just don't do it to yourself and don't do that to that person. It's just, it's the wrong, it's the wrong way to do it. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and, uh, let's listen to today's first question from all you cool people out there. And, uh, I'll give you my answer. Let's do this. Hi, Scott. Is it possible to have a product listed in two categories? Or is, it, is this against Amazon's policy? And then if it's not possible to be listed in two categories, if I have some keywords that rank in the other category, will my products still rank when buyers search those keywords, even though they're not category specific? Okay, so thank you so much for the question. I can't address you by name because you forgot your first name. Come on, guys. I've told you this time and time again. I need your first name. I want to be able to address you guys by name. So, all right. So just to kind of answer this, uh, yes, you can list your product in two different categories. The thing is you'll have one main category and, and generally you'll have a secondary category and that's usually a subcategory. So yes, kinda. All right. But you will want to probably find the one that is more, 
I guess, aligned with your product that you'll want to go top level. We call them top level categories. Now, here's the, here's the deal on categories though with keywords. If you are trying to get ranked for stainless steel garlic press, it's not going to really matter what category you are listed under. Okay. Only if someone goes and gets into that category and starts to search for those keywords or those search terms. Okay. So what I mean is if you, if you start from scratch and you're on amazon.com or whatever, whatever, uh, you know, international Amazon you're on, doesn't matter the search bar and you type in stainless steel garlic press, you're starting from scratch. So it's going to go out to all different categories. Okay. So now let's say it lands you, uh, on the first page and all of the different, uh, all of the different listings are ranking. Now you may find some are in different categories. Okay. Now, once you click into one of those, and let's say that it's in home and kitchen because we're in stainless steel garlic press, but you have other some other ones that are in like uh, dining. Uh, I think it's kitchen, home and kitchen and kitchen and dining. What, there, there's two very similar ones for home and kitchen. Um, and then from there, once you get into, let's say home and kitchen, and then you do a search, it's going to search in that category. Okay. But only when you get into that category, the only way you'd be able to get out of that is if you went back and went to the homepage, or if you just said search all categories or all departments, that's when you would start to search into that category. Um, but I wouldn't really worry too much about that. What I would do is find out where most of the traffic is, where your competition is, start with that category. And I would still just rank your, uh, your, uh, listing for the keywords that are top keywords. And then you'll, you'll be, you'll be showing up no matter what category you're in. So hopefully that makes sense. So I always start with the main category of your competition. Where is everyone pretty much listing? And then from there, um, what is your, what is your main keyword that you want to rank for? And then I would start there. Now, if you wanted to test it, you could switch your categories and then see if that does anything, but you want to give it a little bit of time. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to do much to be honest with you, but it's always worth a test. So that's my thoughts on that. I wouldn't get too hung up on it. I would just pick the obvious and I would go from there and then I would start uh, getting it ranked by driving traffic with pay-per-click or your own email list or influencers or whatever. I would just start getting sales. So hopefully this answered your question. Next time, leave your name, please. And anyone else that's leaving a question, just leave your name. I want to be able to address you by name. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. My name is Shane Doherty. I am a missionary in Guatemala, and I am signed up for your online classroom uh, next week on Thursday. So here, here's the deal. I am a uh, take-action kind of guy. Um, I am launching a product, so that will be very helpful. Your classroom will be very helpful for that. But then I'm also trying to dabble into two other businesses, um, that are related to the Amazon. One is there's an existing business here in Guatemala that I really like that I'm going to see if they're interested in driving traffic to Amazon and, and selling through a Avenue. And so I would like some advice on that. And then also um, there's another industry that is, is currently not uh, selling on Amazon as well. And I'm interested in getting your advice on whether or not I should do that. So... Um, this email, or I should say this voicemail, is just a, a prayer that uh, hopefully you will call me back or email me back. 
Um, I know, I know, I know that you get many requests probably asking for your, your time. Um, but so I'm hoping that I might be able to stand out a little bit just being this crazy guy in Guatemala. And, um, yeah, I, I feel like my, my questions aren't just normal launch questions, but they're kind of complex. And, um, um, thank you so much for all the resources that you provide. And, um, I really, uh, in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that this, this phone call could be a catalog and that maybe, uh, you know, we'll look back in like a year and say, you know, that this was a, a pivotal, uh, time. So anyways, um, hope this, uh, this voicemail finds you, um, doing well. So take care and God bless. Thank you. Hey Shane, thank you so much for the question and, uh, really appreciate you listening all the way, uh, all the way around the world. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, this is what I want to mention here. All right. And I think what you need is you need some advice on, you know, what you should do out of those three options, right? I think that's what you're looking for. So if I was sitting down with you or having that cup of coffee and we're talking about this stuff, I would first off, I would say, all right, number one, what excites you the most? Like what is really exciting to you about those three different options? Uh, because again, I've said this to a lot of different people is like opportunity is out there. Like there's going to be more opportunity than you can actually do. And your bandwidth is going to get full and then it's going to feel like a job. And we don't want that. All right. I mean, I'm turning things down. I'm saying no more and more every single day because I don't want my life to be any more stressful than it is. And I say that, you know, like it's stressful, but it's, I, I create my own stress in a sense that I want to deal with and not bad stress. And, you know, not necessarily it's just things to do things that got to get done. Um, so I found that saying no sometimes is harder. So even anyone listening right now, if you're thinking to yourself, like you want to do this and you want to do that and you, Oh, look at this. I can do that over there. Like slow down and figure out what one is going to number one, uh, excite you the most. That's going to get you excited because if you get excited, you're going to want to do it and you're going to stay excited on something like that. Um, but also what is going to have the most, uh, I guess, momentum for you, what is going to have the most growth for you? Uh, maybe in the shortest amount of time, depending on where you are, maybe you're looking at this thing and saying, I, I don't really need to see a return in 18 months or, or 24 months. And if that's the case, then pick one that will get you there. But I think there's a lot of different things that people can do, um, whether you're even just working on the one business. I mean, we can talk about, well, okay, I've got a brand. I could be building a Facebook page. I could be growing that community, a group. I could be doing Instagram. I could be doing YouTube. I can be doing Snapchat. I can be doing all these different ones. You just have to really kind of figure out what ones you want to deal with and that you want to, uh, or, or that, that you see that you can have the most growth. Uh, you know, so for you, you're, you're like looking at your own business. Then you're looking at someone else's business that's currently up and running, but you can do a better job because you know a little bit about driving traffic now because you're listening to the podcast. You know all about that stuff. Uh, a little pat on the back. Uh, but no, but I mean, seriously, like most people listening to the podcast are, are way further ahead than a lot of people that are in this business because, you know, you're learning about this, right? So when you're learning about it, you see an opportunity uh, kind of like peeking its head above the surface because you're like, oh my gosh, like you have this business and you're not doing this. Oh my gosh, you can do this and you can do that. And you can do that. And then all of a sudden you start saying to yourself, but I can't do all that for them. And then they're going to ask me questions on how I'm going to do it. I mean, I have this happen to me all the time, uh, you know, with my son's coaches and stuff in the past, 
Like I see they have this, this little training business on the side that they could grow into a huge business. They could take it online. They can, they can create a following, but I don't have time to help them with all that stuff. I can, I can recommend it, but then that means that they're going to be like, well, how do I do it? So you kind of always fall into that trap. Um, so you really have to pick and choose what you are willing to do and what you want to do. Um, I know you, you mentioned another one that someone else is like brick and mortar and then they aren't taking it online yet. And then you can maybe be the one to help them take it online. You have to ask yourself, like, what is going to move the needle for you? What is going to get you to where you want to go right now? And that's why I always look at like, what's the outcome for you? Like, what's your 12 month goal? What's your 18 month goal? And if that stuff doesn't fall in place there, don't add more work to your workload because you're just going to get stressed out. You're going to feel like you're not getting anything done. You're going to be dabbling. You're going to be doing, you know, 25% here, 50% here, and then 25, 25% there. And then you're going to be wondering why things aren't moving in the direction you want it to move. Um, so I, I find that a lot of times we just get caught up in everything that we can do, and then we don't do anything. So it, even if you're just building your own brand right now or launching your first product, you can still fall into that trap of like, like, well, I can do this. I can do that. I can do this over here because they're saying I should do it. Uh, you know, so just focus on what's going to get you the most growth and the most movement, the quickest, and then just double down on that. All right. So that's my advice to you. And, uh, I know it's not direct, you know, advice like, okay, do number two. That one's the best. I think it's really going to be a decision you're going to have to make, but those are some things to think about as you're making that decision. So hopefully this helped you. Thanks for the question and keep me posted. All right. And yes, you can definitely keep this as a catalog. Come back to this a year from now and listen to that question and see what decision you picked and where you are. I think that's a great strategy for anybody. Write it down right now in a book today. Where are you? Where do you want to be? And then uh, check back next year and see where you're at. All right, let's go ahead and let's do one more last question. I'll give you my answer. We'll wrap this baby up and you can guys get on with your day. Let's do it. Hey, Scott. My name is uh, Kevin from Syracuse, New York. Uh, my question for you is uh, regarding the email list. Uh, I know how hard you push the email list and I definitely think it's a good idea. Um, the only thing is my uh, niche is so heavily dominated on Instagram. So I figured instead of uh, driving traffic to an email list, I can drive them to my own Instagram account. Um, maybe host a giveaway and say you, that you need to be one of my followers to qualify and then kind of interact with them through Instagram rather than through email. Um, if you have uh, any advice on that, if it's a good idea, bad idea, um, positives or negatives, uh, just let me know. Uh, thank you for everything you do. And, uh, you're on. Bye. Hey, Kevin, thank you so much for the question from Syracuse. What's up from Syracuse? Uh, Syracuse was only about maybe two, two and a half hours, uh, from where, uh, where I was, uh, where I was living at the time. I was actually outside of Albany, uh, New York, which was, uh, I was about 30 miles, I believe about 30, 35 miles, uh, North of Albany. I was in uh, Saratoga Springs, New York area. Uh, you probably know exactly where I'm talking about, but anyway, yes, we were kind of like neighbors. Um, but yeah, so let's, let's dig in here for, for a second. Uh, we're, we're talking about Instagram. Your market is, is really heavily, uh, you know, I guess active on Instagram and you want to be able to tap into that. So your question is, should you build your own Instagram channel? The answer is, yeah, you should. I think that would be a great idea. If that's where your market's hanging out, you need to tap into that channel and then be there in that channel. Now, 
The second part of that is you should also be building your email list, okay? Because Instagram, they're going to own those people, okay? Those followers are your followers, but in in one click of a button, they could delete your account and you're done, okay? Or your account could get hacked and then all of a sudden you don't have communications with those people anymore. So what you wanna do is you want to communicate on that channel to your market because that's where they're hanging out. But you also wanna have ways for them to go over to a landing page and then opt in to get something for free. And that could be a guide, that could be a special download, that could be a contest that they enter. Uh, I think a contest is a great way to do it on Instagram. We did it uh, in our sneakerhead little case study that we did. And we basically built our email list off of Instagram and we built our Instagram page at the same time. So yes, I think you should do both. Um, but your, your, um, your Instagram page is really just going to be a place where you're going to be able to publish on a regular basis. And those people are, it's, it's their normal, right? It's like, that's where they're hanging out. So that's where you want to be and you want to be in their feed, right? But you also want ways for them to be able to engage outside of that. And then you can even drive them back to Instagram if you want to and say, Hey, I just posted this cool picture on Instagram. Go check it out. But at least you have that way to communicate with those people. So I think you should be doing both. That's the, that's the simple answer. And the straightforward answer is I think you should do both, but I think it's smart that anyone even listening understands that you do want to know where your market's hanging out. So for example, in the sneakerhead uh, market and anyone that's brand new, that's listening to this, we did a little case study where we wanted to build a list of a thousand people just as a case study to show people how we were doing it. We had no product to sell, still don't have any product to sell, but we built that list of over like 15,000 emails in the matter of like two months, our first 30 days, we built it up over 7,000 um, from uh, basically Instagram. Uh, and we, we all we did was we, we gave a pair of like Jordans away uh, for, uh, for the prize. So uh, what we did though find out is that the market's on Instagram exactly from what you're you know telling us, same, same idea. Um, and they're not really on Facebook. Even though we did have a Facebook page, a fan page, we did get some followers, but that's not necessarily where our market's hanging out. That market is hanging out on Instagram, but we also have them on an email list that we can communicate with, and uh, and we do get a pretty decent open rate when we do send an email, uh, and we did that really just to test the open rate. Like we said, okay, we're getting these people from Instagram. We know the, the you know that that these people are are seeing our stuff on Instagram, but are they actually seeing an email? So we wanted to do that. So we tested it. We sent out uh, an email, and I believe we had over a thirty percent open rate on our first or second email, and then it might have dropped a little bit. Um, but still not bad. That's actually above uh, industry standard. Uh, so yes, I would definitely uh, think about where your market is. Your market might be not you, but a- anyone else that's listening. Your market might be hanging out on YouTube. Your you know someone else's might be hanging out on Facebook or both. Um, you need to figure that out. And like I said before, don't try to do it all. Try to do the one that you know will have the most bang for the buck. Okay, which means in this case for you, Kevin. Instagram's where they're hanging out, so that's where you're going to go. That's where you're going to spend most of your time, but you're also going to have your email list because that's part of that process. So no matter what channel you're building from or you're you're grabbing the attention, you always want to bring people back to the email list, and then from there, you can push out content to those people, whether it's on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're posting content. All right, so hopefully this helped you. It's a great question, by the way. Love that question. 
And I think it's uh, it's worth noting for anyone else uh, that uh, you definitely want to know where your market's hanging out and then just go and uh, and attack that uh, that platform. And in this case, for, for Kevin, it's Instagram. All right, so that's going to wrap it up, guys. Boy, this was a pretty good show today. We we packed in some stuff. We even had a nice little rant there in the beginning. And uh, hopefully you guys are cool with me uh, giving you guys that little bit of a rant. Um, but again, just to remind you guys, don't be pushy, okay? No one likes a pushy person. And do not, do not be fake friends. Meaning, don't be a friend on the surface just because you want something in return. All right? Just honestly go out there and uh, and be cool to people. All right, so uh, no fake friends, all right? And you guys know, you guys have probably had people that have done this in the past, and you're like, yep, fake friend, all right? So just, yeah, don't do not do that, all right? So let's go ahead and wrap this up. If you guys have a question you want me to answer on an upcoming show, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. The show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 430. And uh, yeah, go over and grab the show notes and the transcripts over there. So till next time, remember, as always, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.